No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the people have broken God's covenant and turned back to the sins of their fathers. Therefore, God will bring calamity, and a plot is formed against Jeremiah. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 11 on Simply the Bible. People tend to remember God's promises of blessing, but they soon forget his promises of judgment. But the same God who promised to bless the faithful also promised to curse the unfaithful. So if we do not take these things to heart, then we jeopardize our own soul. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 11. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Hear the words of this covenant, and speak to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and say to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Cursed is the man who does not obey the words of this covenant which I commanded your fathers in the day I brought them out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Obey my voice, and do according to all that I command you. So shall you be my people, and I will be your God, that I may establish the oath which I have sworn to your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as it is this day. And I answered and said, So be it, Lord." Now, when God delivered his people from the iron furnace of slavery in Egypt, he brought them to Mount Sinai and entered into a covenant with them. This was really a marriage covenant. If they would keep his rules, then they would be a special treasure to him above all nations. He would be their God and they would be his people. They all agreed. Thus, the oath was established, and God promised to bring them into the land that he'd promised their forefathers. However, it didn't take them long to break their oath, for during the 40 days that Moses was on top of Mount Sinai receiving the law, they made a golden calf and began worshiping it, violating at least the first two of the Ten Commandments. Then the Lord said to me, Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear the words of this covenant and do them. For I earnestly exhorted your fathers in the day I brought them out of the land of Egypt until this day, rising early and exhorting, saying, Obey my voice. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but everyone followed the dictates of his evil heart. Therefore, I will bring upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but which they have not done. God knew how forgetful people are. So he told Moses that when the people came into the land of Canaan, six of the tribes were to stand at Mount Ebal, pronouncing the curses that would come upon the people if they did not obey God's covenant. These are found in Deuteronomy 27, verse 14. Then the Levites shall speak with a loud voice and say to all the men of Israel, Cursed is the one who makes a carved or molded image an abomination to the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and sets it up in secret. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Cursed is the one who treats his father or mother with contempt. 
and all the people shall say, Amen. Now you can continue to read the various curses they were to pronounce on Mount Ebal for those who disobeyed the covenant. Then the other six tribes were to stand at Mount Gerizim, pronouncing the blessings that would come if they obeyed God's covenant. These are found in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Well, you can continue to read the various blessings that they were to pronounce from Mount Gerizim when they entered into the promised land for those who would obey the covenant. For the most part, the people remained faithful to the Lord during the generation of Joshua and the elders who observed God's miracles in the wilderness. But when that generation passed away, the people turned away from their commitment to the Lord. Throughout that depressing era of the judges, the people did whatever was right in their own eyes, and they suffered as a result. There was the golden age of Israel when David became king and the people served the Lord, but then Solomon was led astray into idolatry by his many foreign wives, and he in turn led the people astray. The kingdom was divided. Hundreds of years later, the northern kingdom was conquered by the Assyrians because of their worship of Baal. Now God was allowing the Babylonians to conquer the southern kingdom of Judah. It had been almost 1,000 years since God promised to remove them from the land if they disobeyed his covenant. Leviticus 26.31 says, I will lay your cities waste and bring your sanctuaries to desolation, and I will not smell the fragrance of your sweet aromas. I will bring the land to desolation, and your enemies who dwell in it shall be astonished at it. I will scatter you among the nations and draw out a sword after you. Your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. God had been very patient with them, but they had exhausted his patience. Now the Lord told Jeremiah to tell the people that they were under a curse, to which Jeremiah replied, So be it, Lord. And the Lord said to me, A conspiracy has been found among the men of Judah and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They have turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers who refused to hear my words, and they have gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their fathers. So the people had conspired against the Lord by refusing to keep his commandments. They rejected the many spiritual reforms that King Josiah had made, and they had gone back to the worship of their idols. In so doing, they broke the marriage covenant they had made with God in order to worship foreign gods. 
Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I will surely bring calamity on them, which they will not be able to escape. And though they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Then the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem will go and cry out to the gods to whom they offer incense, but they will not save them at all in the time of their trouble. For according to the number of your cities were your gods, O Judah, and according to the number of the streets of Jerusalem, you have set up altars to that shameful thing, altars to burn incense to Baal. So God would bring about his promised calamity, as he had said. They had gone beyond the point of no return. There is that place where God will no longer strive with man, where man goes too far and judgment will certainly come. And this would happen because they had turned to their foreign gods, gods who would not save them in the day of their trouble when they cried out to them. So do not pray for this people or lift up a cry or prayer for them, for I will not hear them in the time that they cry out to me because of their trouble. This is now the second of three times in the book of Jeremiah where God told the prophet not to pray for the people because he wouldn't listen. What has my beloved to do in my house, having done lewd deeds with many? And the holy flesh has passed from you. When you do evil, then you rejoice. The Lord's wife had committed many lewd acts with other lovers. So what was she doing staying in his house? Once their sacrifices to him were holy flesh, but now their offerings were unholy because they had been offered to their idols. The Lord called your name green olive tree, lovely and of good fruit. With the noise of a great tumult, he has kindled fire on it and its branches are broken. For the Lord of hosts who planted you has pronounced doom against you. For the evil of the house of Israel and of the house of Judah, which they have done against themselves to provoke me to anger in offering incense to Baal. Now, the Apostle Paul used this image of the olive tree symbolizing Israel in Romans chapter 11. The olive tree is valued in the Middle East because of its fruit and the useful oil that it makes. At one time, God had called his people a green olive tree that was lovely with good fruit. But now he saw a violent storm coming. The wind would break the branches and the lightning would set the tree on fire. Now the Lord gave me knowledge of it, and I know it, for you showed me their doings. But I was like a docile lamb brought to the slaughter, and I did not know that they had devised schemes against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit, and let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name may be remembered no more. Not only had they formed a conspiracy against the Lord, but also against Jeremiah. God made Jeremiah aware of this. They conspired against him because they didn't want to hear his words. The false prophets prophesied that Egypt would come and help Judah against Babylon and that they would not go into captivity. But Jeremiah prophesied the opposite. Therefore, the people despised him and even plotted his death. But, O Lord of hosts, you who judge righteously, testing the mind and the heart, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have revealed my cause. 
Jeremiah prayed for God's justice and vengeance against his enemies. Now, while Jesus did tell us to love our enemies, sometimes we forget that God is just and he will ultimately bring vengeance upon the wicked who harm the sheep of his pasture. Jeremiah may have felt like a sheep led to the slaughter, but God was the shepherd who kills wolves. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the men of Anathoth who seek your life, saying, Do not prophesy in the name of the Lord, lest you die by our hand. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will punish them. The young men shall die by the sword. Their sons and their daughters shall die by famine. And there shall be no remnant of them, for I will bring catastrophe on the men of Anathoth, even the year of their punishment. This plot against Jeremiah was even more treacherous because Anathoth was Jeremiah's hometown. But the Lord assured Jeremiah, saying, in effect, I've got your back. That is the heritage of those who trust the Lord. Paul said in Romans 8.31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? We should therefore remember and consider both the kindness and severity of God. He is kind to us if we trust in him and keep his commandments, but he will certainly judge us if we turn away from him and cast his laws behind our back. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website, at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Jeremiah questions the Lord about wicked prospering and the land mourning. God answers, If you are wearied now, what will you do later? We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.